I always share tips on repurposing your content. And when you repurpose, you end up with lots and lots of content. You've got your core content, you've got your repurposed content. What do you do with it all? You create a content treasure trove. That's what you do. Find out how by listening to this week's episode. Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to the Content 10X Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods. I'm the founder of Content 10X and in today's episode, I'm sharing how to create a content treasure trove and why it could help your brand make a bigger impact in less time. So firstly, before I dig into the treasure trove concept, let's just consider something. How many times do you think a person has to engage with your brand before they consider buying from you? It's often said that a person has to have seven interactions with your brand before they take the action that you want them to take. Often that's a purchase or maybe it's to book a discovery call or even just give their email address for your free lead magnet. Now this will likely be even more for higher value products or B2B services. You hear marketers say that number is actually 10 to 15 times or even more than that. I'm sure that we can all think of that time when we've wanted to get something for ages, maybe some sort of luxury item, and we've been pondering the purchase, and while doing so, constantly being reminded of it. More and more contacts, more and more interactions before we finally give in and purchase it. Now, what does this mean for content? So this means your content needs to make a powerful impact and connect with your customers each time they see it. And if it's great content, it will likely speed up the action taking process. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into the customer journey in this episode. If you want to hear more about improving your relationship with your customers through tactical repurposing to take them on a journey, check out episode 134 of the Content 10X podcast. It's called the Content Repurposing Customer Journey from Mobile to Long Form to Buying, and that's at content10x.com forward slash 134. I highly recommend that when you create long form content, you break it down and repurpose your content into smaller bite-sized content for social media platforms. You should do this both to promote your long form content. For example, this podcast episode will be broken down into some audiogram, audio snippets and some quote images, as well as some text posts that are, you know, hopefully useful for people to consume. So they add value in their own right and they also direct people to check out the whole episode too. And we also create shorter bite-sized content with no agenda other than to get engagement on social platforms and have conversations. So it's not always about the promotion of core content. It can also be purely for driving engagement and conversations. You should do this with video content too. I just provided a podcast example, but with video content, create short videos for social media from your longer video. So you get the point, creating those shorter bite-sized pieces of content, snackable content. But when you do this, what do you do with all of that content that you have once you've shared it? If you've had success with the content in the past, you might not consider resharing it or maybe you're hesitant to share it again in case you come across as repetitive, but this could be wasting content gold. 
Now, I'm a big advocate for creating a content treasure trove. A content treasure trove is like a content library, but it's specifically for your best of the best. It's where you store your high performing content that you know you can bring out time and time again, and it will likely see results because it's resonated with people in the past. It's important to note that not all of your content belongs in the treasure trove. Firstly, not all of your content will be high performing and that's absolutely okay. Sometimes your content will just not do very well and unfortunately that's life, that's just how it works out sometimes. And secondly, this should be content that you can use to reliably make a quick and strong impression on your audience so that it's easily shareable. So your long form content, for example, doesn't belong in the content treasure trove. However, as I mentioned, if you repurpose your content into those bite-sized social media assets, that's what I'm talking about here. That's the content that goes into your treasure trove. Those short videos and quote images are perfect for keeping the treasure trove full as they can make a really big impact and they are easily consumable and easy to engage with. I should mention that if you need help with repurposing videos to social media, check out episode 133 of the Content 10X podcast. That's at content10x.com forward slash 133 called how to repurpose videos for social media. And there's also a free download called everything you need to know about repurposing horizontal videos for social media. And you can grab that at content10x.com forward slash repurpose video. So just some really great help with creating those bite-sized social media videos from longer form video content there. So when you've repurposed your content into social media assets, how do you then identify what exactly should go in your content treasure trove? Because as I mentioned, not all of your content will go into the treasure trove. Here are five questions that you can ask yourself to help find out what your top performing content is and what should be going in this treasure trove. So number one, how did it perform on the social media platforms? Social media is all about engagement. The content that gets the most likes and comments and shares, that's going to be a big tick for going in your treasure trove. Those that didn't get much engagement or any engagement at all, maybe not so much, you would want to leave them out. Now, if you have a business account on your social media platforms, you'll be able to access analytic tools which can give you a high level overview of your content's performance. For example, Twitter provides analytics on all accounts, even personal ones, and gives you a summary of your top tweets each month. And if you use social media scheduling tools like Buffer and Meet Edgar and Agora Pulse, they will have useful analytics to help you spot the winners. Using these resources can be so helpful to identify what people are looking at on your profiles, even if they're not directly responding to you, though we are really looking for engagement here. So that's number one, how did they perform on the social media platforms? Hey, just a little break from this week's episode to let you know about becoming a Content 10X Insider. If you want more content repurposing tips and advice, then why not join hundreds of business owners, marketers, and content creators who get them delivered straight to their inbox once a week by subscribing to the Content 10X newsletter. As well as tips and advice, you get industry updates, inspiring stories, exclusive content offers, and more. You can subscribe at content10x.com forward slash newsletter, and there's a link in the show show notes too. Okay, back to this week's episode. Number two, how did people respond to the content? It's not all about engagement as in likes and comments and shares. It's important to look at other human responses too. 
if lots of people started emailing you or DMing you, then this is one of the best indicators of a gold standard piece of content. When your content makes someone feel something, it can move them to take that kind of action. And if they're getting in touch with you to share their thoughts, ask questions, then that's a brilliant sign that your content is doing something right. So there's a tick for the treasure trove. Number three, where are your click-throughs coming from? Now on your website, you should be able to see where your website traffic is coming from. You can use Google Analytics or perhaps you have other fancy website analytics and performance software that you use. Use these insights to spot your content gold on social media. So if you notice a spike in traffic on a Wednesday and most of it is coming from say Facebook, you can take a look at what Facebook content you put out that day and consider adding those posts or the winning post to your treasure trove. Now it's worth noting that your social media strategy, it's not all about getting website click-throughs, even though that's great when it happens. Sometimes it will be all about engaging and building a relationship with your audience. So it's really good to have a stock of content that helps you achieve both of those different goals. Make a note in your treasure trove as to why you added that content there in the first place. Is it because you know your Instagram audience loved it? Maybe Twitter went mad? Maybe you shared on Pinterest and incoming website traffic really spiked up. So it's really good to know why you identified it as a winner for the treasure trove. Number four, what website content do people enjoy? What posts get lots of traffic on your website? Are there graphics in the post that could maybe be added to your treasure trove? Or could you repurpose it into bite-sized pieces of content, maybe text-only LinkedIn posts? Remember, your website audience isn't always the same as your social media audience. Many of your followers might never have even been to your website and vice versa. People who find you via Google search and like to look at your website and blog might not be following you on social. So if you're not repurposing, it won't be reaching them and vice versa. The key thing is if a topic seems really popular on your website, then you know that your audience really resonate with that and perhaps they want to hear more and perhaps your social media audience wants to hear more as well. So say you have one post that does really well with SEO. So it's getting a lot of traffic from Google, but the people, that traffic, they don't know your personality yet. They might be less likely to take action than say your social media followers who are already primed to make a connection because they trust you. Your treasure trove content could be just what is needed to connect the dots and give them their aha moment. So consider how you could be repurposing that blog that does so well through SEO for social media. And number five, ask yourself what other content do your audience enjoy? Now, don't stop at your website when you're looking at what topics resonate with your audience. Consider what other content channels you have and use this technique across the board, the technique of looking at analytics and seeing what people loved. So if you have a podcast or a video channel, for example, you can use analytics to find the best performing content there. Take a look at what podcast episodes got the most downloads or what YouTube video got the most views These are indicators that your content is striking a chord with people. And the more you can get that type of message and that topic in front of people, the more likely they are to enjoy connecting with your brand. So look at the repurposed content on those winning topics and see if you should add that to the treasure trove. 
Now I said it before and I'll say it again, if you need help with repurposing videos to social media, then check out our free download, everything you need to know about repurposing horizontal videos for social media at content10x.com forward slash repurpose video. So once you've put together your content treasure trove, you need to think about how you're going to share it. The best practice is to be really organized. My first piece of advice is to keep an inventory or some kind of database of your content. You could just use a spreadsheet like a Google Sheet or Excel or Numbers to track the content type. For example, is it video? Is it a graphic? Is it a text only post? And then what the expected result will be. For example, website click-throughs, or engagement on certain platforms and make a note of when it was last shared and how many times you've shared it and where and why you added it in the first place. So what was the real indicator that this was a good performing piece of content to go into the treasure trove? You can then use this within your content calendar or social media strategy. You might even want to put a team in charge of managing and curating the calendar so it always stays up to date with your greatest content hits. So in summary, don't leave your best content behind. Repurposing your long form content into short social media sharing pieces is a great start, but then going the extra step and identifying the winners, because not everything is a winner, but those that are, and then keeping them for future use is a fantastic way to maximize your repurposing and build stronger relationships with your audience and doing so faster as well. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Content 10X podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and found my tips really, really useful. If it was useful, then please consider leaving the podcast a rating and review. It does so much for helping other people find the podcast and it really does make a difference. So I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review. If you want help with your repurposing, then we at Content 10X offer the world's finest end-to-end content repurposing service, even if I do say so myself. So head to content10x.com to find out how we can do it all for you. And if you want more help with repurposing your best content, then please do check out my book as well, Content 10X, More Content, Less Time at Maximum Results, for a really comprehensive guide to repurposing every type of content. And also connect with me on social media. I'm at Content 10X on all the social media channels. So all that's left to say is thanks for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. 